Heyo! Oh, today is a great day. And we actually showed up and did some video, which is crazy. We haven't done that in such a long time. We've been without a camera and we did it anyways. And that has nothing to do with this podcast topic. But today we're just talking about just this path and how crazy, somewhat overwhelming, long it can be. But really, even more than that, how relieving it is. Even though it does take a long time, even though it does take effort and engagement and a continual belief in the pursuit of who you are supposed to become, there's relief at the end, even if you haven't gotten there yet. And like, I almost feel like the podcast is like essentially like me painting a bunch of pictures before anyone acknowledges me as an artist, right? And so I used to really be scared of dying. And essentially, this podcast, these books, the thoughts and ideas that I put out into the world are my legacy. And I don't fear that ending because I've planted those seeds. So we're breaking that down today. Let's go! Welcome to season three! Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in, and honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that.
Good morning and welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and that's the topic every single day. Just basically how am I doing my dreams? How does that impact other people doing their dreams? And how do we get where we're trying to go? Which is inevitably this beautiful, aligned, happy, fulfilled life. How do we get there? And I believe that dreams have everything to do with that. They are this like guiding light for us in how we show up in this world and how we show up in our work. And so we talk about that. How does one dream? That's really where we started the show. The death of a dream inevitably was just to advance the conversation that my dreams had died. Other people's dreams had died, hadn't come true. And we started showing up as less as a result of that. Like, oh, it didn't all work out. That's kind of where I was supposed to be. And it isn't where I ended up. I'm sort of done, right? Only some people get to go do that. Well, what does it look like to reinvent your life from there? That's really where this picked up. And that's where we're continuing to navigate. Never really knowing where we're going because it's just real life. And every day we continue to center and ground ourselves in our greatness because it is so very vital, goes hand in hand with our ability to walk into our dream life. Ours, yours, mine, however that works, we got to walk. And part of that walking is believing you're good enough to walk because the tests are coming, my good friend. This is not some sort of untested path. You will be tested. You will have things that come at you that you will say, gosh, why did I sign up for this in the first place? And we need you to be grounded enough in what you know to be true to fight those things off. It will get easier with time. That being said, it's still a daily battle. And it does get better, but it does take time and it does take focus. And you'll be grateful that you wake up and ground yourself in your greatness every day because dreams can't really happen without you believing that first and foremost. So we have to create a story, a narrative around that. A way to create a culture is to actively involve yourself in the storytelling. Tell yourself how amazing you are every single day. And so I go ahead and volunteer as tribute for that. Come in with my greatness grounding for the day in hopes that it will inspire your own, get you to start thinking about how amazing you are, maybe even start saying how amazing you are to yourself, to other people, to then own it when it is called on, because it will be. And people will be questioning that or they will be asking those questions, wanting you to show up in your greatness, wanting you to speak to your greatness. Maybe it happens in an interview. Maybe it happens at a a pitch. Maybe it happens when you're selling your book. I don't know, right? But we need you to know this to be true above all else. Greatness grounding is bay before all else. So my great thing... um, I know that this is a great thing a lot of times, so I hate to like burst anyone's bubble or come in and and do this overly, but (sighs) 
it has always been a challenge for me to just fully absorb into relaxation and let myself rest and be in the present moment when I am called there. Every single part of my being wants to show up in the work, wants to show up and just continue pushing myself because I know that I have the stamina and I know that I could do it and I know that I can overcome all of these things and that I could not sleep and that I could X, Y, and Z. Go me. Um, It is actually much harder for me to just say like, nope, take a break. (laughs) Sit. Just rest and um, just allow myself to run where I'm able and stop when I'm not and just be wherever I am. And so this weekend was a great test of that. I did do some work like we couldn't fully pull out, but like every part of me wanted to launch This book in June wanted it to be done, and it's just sort of spilling over into July. And, you know, like I think that we set beautiful, wonderful goals. Every single part of me actually wanted this book to come out the day that I left my job last year and be able to build that up, and that didn't happen. And it's really hard for me to just, like, let those things pass, but also feel confident and comfortable that we are going where we're supposed to be going. And this timeline is right, even if it's not according to exactly what I wanted and or what I believed I should want. And, you know, I think just trusting and knowing and following my gut on this, knowing that this needs to be right. This needs to be right where we are. This needs to be all of these things and it can't be ready if it just isn't ready. That's just it. Like it doesn't have to be ready right now and that's okay. And so like, I wanted to just be like, nope, probably just should stay home and get this work done. But I know there is this part of me that has to have rest, that has to build back up this stamina slowly and steadily and giving myself love throughout that has been challenging because I think every part of you wants to just beat yourself into existence. I think I was very much raised in that world where you sort of self-hated yourself to move and It's hard to keep coming back to love for yourself when you keep passing on your own expectations. And that being said, like you creating your own work, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business builder, like there's no one handing you a job description. There's no one saying this is what work looks like for you today. You're making that up. You're deciding, learning and applying You have to be the one to bring all these things into the world. No one cares whether it exists or it doesn't. You have to make them care that it exists and that it's important work. And yeah, like think about doing that for yourself because I, entrepreneurship gets like this overly cool, catchy buzz, boss woman, yay, hype, woo, And really, if you're honestly doing it, 
like it it's it's terrifying it's so challenging to every relationship that you're going to have it's so challenging to the relationship that you want to have with yourself this is a very high stake game you are in it and you are the driver of everything that will exist every person that you hire every single product that you produce, every website, every point of copy and period and comma and missed period, comma, semicolon. Does Hannah even know that semicolons exist? I don't know what they're there for. Hopefully my editor understands why they're important and put those in. And if they don't, there are just going to be errors. And so I think that that's the reality that you're up against to know that everything that you do is essentially imperfect and allow yourself rest anyways. And I am grateful that I saw the worth in that first, just burning out from everything that I had done, um, that I see how important that rest component is. And I've been allowing myself to rest and work and not let one take over the other. Uh, Even though that's really hard, I really actually prefer to be a workaholic and to just dive into my work. Life is much easier there. I understand that world. I explain that in one of the chapters of my book. That's, (laughs) That's where I'm comfortable. Trust me, like this whole living life, um, being a mom, being a, a, a wife, being a daughter, being a friend, being any of these things, like that's complicated. Just give me the work to do. That I can do. Um, but life is both things. And so taking time to nurture relationships, to 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 do relationships, to have a life outside of what is work, um, takes rest and relaxation, takes giving yourself time to actually show up in your world. And I was just lucky enough to disappear into the world that I lived before, that now I understand how important it is to be both. And so I am grateful today. That is my great thing that I continue to own that part too, even though it's still the harder part for me. Still not something that's comfortable and intrinsic and who I am. Um, Still something that I'm very much in the learning curve of and still giving myself that space, even though there are very specific things that need to be done, that need to be worked on, that need, that have timelines. And we still need rest and recovery and presence and all of those things. We still need to be in the relationships that we're in, even though we're building very exciting things. And so that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself for your greatness. I know we could name it something much more important, right? It could be something so much bigger than greatness grounding or, I mean, even that sounds a little bit fancy, but what's your great thing? What is one great thing that you can fully own that you did today? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it with ourselves. Let's talk about it with our families at the dinner table. Like, let's have conversations. Maybe this is just a good prompt to 
continue to build that narrative around how amazing you are because if you're here breathing, if you're here taking in these words, then you are upright in some sort of existence and that means that you're here to do something. That means that this life is not just some passerby experience. That's not what you're here to do. You are here to experience and live this life. And you're being called back here for some reason. And we have a lot of tools to help you figure that out. And I'm excited to keep working with people who are interested in doing that work finding what those things are. That's what this entire quest is about. Finding the ways that we show up and loving ourselves back there. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. It's going to come in handy. Just, I don't know when, I don't know how, but having this background, this narrative, this conscious state of awareness of your greatness is a card you're going to need to play if you're chasing your dreams at all. Okay, so today, just sort of re-gearing. I know, we've, we've been here on this journey, um, and it's hard, it's hard to know. It's hard to keep coming back to the microphone, to this existence, to this exploration, because you never really know when you've arrived, except for like where there used to be little disruptions and there's still slight disruptions in the energetic field that I exist in. Um, But I think it's mostly related to people's energies throwing me off. So I need to, to be more grounded and centered in my protection of how I operate in this world because I had a really great understanding of that and I had a great way of navigating that and I was really focused on that. And when I was, I was extremely abundant and hmm, I wouldn't say, I would say magnetic, right? To people who match that energy. And I've been sort of bouncing in between, but I've also not been extremely consistent with focusing on my energy and my own frequency, sort of picking it up and dropping it off and not really coming back to a central practice that engages that every day. So we can do better in that realm. But I think not doing that, not staying focused on that, not staying centric in that, allowed people to penetrate and force or call into question, which threw me off completely, almost derailed me last week, for goodness sakes. And I know, right? If you're venturing into this world, you're, you're basically just testing. And so eventually people sort of wear out their excitement or even interest in what you're doing, right? Because they're like, get to it already. I don't understand how to interact with you. I don't understand how to help you. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. It's sort of too big and too crazy and too long. And I don't know, I'm out. And you'll still be there trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, trying to figure out how 
you're supposed to help this world exist, why you're still here. And, you know, my friend texted me the other day and she was like, geez, you're about to be in season four. Like your persistence is insane. That's crazy. I knew that you could do it, but that takes a lot of perseverance, right? And it just does. <laughs> like, you're asking the question, what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And there are so many things that are sort of standing in the way of you existing like that, right? And a lot of them stem from hurt that happened a long time ago that you're still holding on to, that you're still carrying with you in this life. And once we figure out what those are, there's still a very long road ahead of us, right? But we can quicken that experience because we know what those prompts are. We know where those pains came from. And we have a better understanding of how to sort of prompt you back to your greatness, to your own intuition. And so once we pass those things, there's still an insane amount of exploration because you haven't shown up as this person for such a long time. I mean, the last time that I remember me being this like full existing human being in how I want to show up was seven, right? And I see it sort of come up at times and live that way at times, but it wasn't fully there. I still can't say that I'm fully there. I still bounce back and forth from time to time. And so you know that you're getting closer. You know that this feels better, but you still know that you're not fully there. And how does one get fully there? Well, you sort of just keep going. <laughs> For lack of a better anything, you just keep going, keep getting better at following your feet where they're leading, and keep getting better at leaning on the universe to give you the cards, the things that you're meant to play out, the, the people that are meant to play into all of this. And that's where we're continuing to improve here. But I think a lot of it just comes down to energy dissidence. And the more that your energy is interrupted and you let people sort of guide and take you places that you can't be to exist in this bigger world. Like you can't continue to interrupt people's frequency, right? Eventually you have to just sort of fly high and anyone who is coming in to question those things, you're just going to have to drown out for a while because the amount of intentional energy that it takes to produce the result that you want is crazy, right? And that's really why we have to begin to undo that stuff because any interruption of that sort of stems from that place and hurts 
that ability to go make those things happen. Right. And I don't know, you know, I know that people get wore out from people on this adventure for too long, but it is, it is a long journey. And I would say that it is a journey that most people don't stay on forever. They're like, even you get wore out of yourself. I wear of myself sometimes as well. Like, can we just get there? And this is not a path worth rushing because the universe knows when it's all supposed to happen. It's like going to put you in those places, like going to continue allowing you to question yourself until you're ready to believe in this because pushing publish or play on something that you don't fully believe in isn't really worth the energetic investment, right? Because if you don't buy into yourself and what you're doing, then why would anybody else? And that's the truth in anything that you're doing. And sometimes it does just take a blind belief. But I think about the book coming out and how I wanted it to be ready in June, but like that's too low of energy or frequency wave that we kind of got caught up in and we need expansive energy and excitement for this work. And so for whatever reason, it's where it is today. And I don't know, like today we should push submit to Amazon and the last journal that I did, I feel like took two or three days to become live. I don't know how soon the book will become live. It's a much denser product. Obviously some copyright um, stuff there, but you know, I don't really have a great answer for how long this takes. I just know that it takes persistence period. And that really is how I end the first book because when you enter into this work, you know that there's no time. The timeline is life. And I guess I feel better in my work, even if I did nothing at all, just knowing that I've given myself the comfort in dying. Okay, that's gonna, that sounds weird, right? But let me break that down for you. I was always so afraid to die, like biggest fear. And I know, right? That's everybody's biggest fear. Like we just don't want to die. And now when I think about dying, I'm like, I gave to the fullest extent. I had this beautiful opportunity to wake up and live this amazing reality, like I created things and I, I gave of my entire heart to the entire world. Like I, I lived this, this is how I was supposed to live. And if I get to continue go on, going on living, then I'll just continue expanding what this is. But I know that like I have planted seeds. And I don't feel uncomfortable with the thought that if it all ended today, that I would wake up somewhere 
in another universe with dismay for what I did. Like, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And any time that the plug gets pulled on this whole experiment, like, I feel like I'll reincarnate or I'll be done reincarnating. So they'll be like, you passed. Good job. You figured out what you were supposed to figure out. You did it. And just knowing that, just like releasing myself from that fear feels like such a win. And then the rest of it from here just feels like this big, expansive experiment. And I don't know if that's even explaining it right, but I know that we've come a very long way from where we started. We're almost starting season four, which is very exciting. But I think what's more exciting than that is finding a way to show up in that truth every single day, to show up with a mission and a call and a drive for life that did not exist in my previous world. Um, Like I had family and friends and all of the normal ways for why you wouldn't want to die. And obviously this isn't like, hey, come strike me down. Want to see if I get to the next life. And if I did, like, this is just an intrinsic knowing that I am giving back to the world in the only way that I know how. And I am living out that fullest experience, right? And I can't, I can't go back to being less in this world. This is the full, this is me, this is who I am and that energy and that experience and that excitement is what I want for other people. Like, how do we discover that? How did we find that? How do we feel this relief of pressure knowing that we're just here, like living, right? And we're supposed to be doing something, but what? And that's sort of the age old question. Like, I don't want to die because, well, yeah, I don't want to leave my family, but it's more than that. It's deeper than that, right? You want to leave knowing that you left a mark, knowing that you matter to people, to their experience. And like, I know that if I left, I mattered. I showed up for the people that I loved and I didn't do that before. And I showed up with my gifts on the table, with my heart on my sleeve. And I didn't do that in my past life, BP, before pod. (laughs) And I guess now, like just coming back and helping people figure out how to figure that out for themselves so they're not stepping back from opportunities and experiences because they're afraid to die because they haven't figured out how to leave their mark on this world, how to show up present in their life and how to find meaning in this experience. And I do help guide people Um, with that, that's part of the dream work that I do here on this planet. And 
that's where I come alive. And that's where I feel in alignment. And that's where I believe I have been called to do this work. I know that there were so many whispers telling me that this was the route that I was supposed to go. And there were so many things saying early on, like, that's the craziest shit that you could say. Don't do that. And now I know that there was this very beautiful rhythmic reason behind all of the things that I decided to do and all of the ways that I decided to show up. And even though I couldn't have explained those to anyone, if I tried, and believe me, I did, um, now there's more clarity than there ever was before. And like, let's clean up all this energetic dissidence and regain control of that. And just now that we're clear, create that reality for myself and for people um, other people so that they don't have to trudge through an entire like <laughs> out there world that they don't feel comfortable. Like I felt called to do that. That's not going to be everyone's path, but like, how can I be a sounding board for people to have that same outlet to prompt those same questions so that they develop in their work, in their call, in their dreams, right? And that's really what I'm interested in doing. But more importantly, like interested in helping to guide that so people stop fearing that so that they do go out and live the life that they're called here to live. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day a post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements. Um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream. Also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.